Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. One of the strongest things that's come out of the pandemic is the reflection organizations are having on the treatment of their employees, how we talk to our employees, how we converse with our employees communication. And we're in the midst of four pretty major projects right now with clients. And one of the top things that people bring up to us all the time is communication. I said, okay, what do you mean by that? And even inside each of those four companies, people have a vastly different interpretation of what good communication is. doesn't mean anyone's right or wrong, but it really comes down to we have to define what that is. Now, I think a good conversation is one where, and I'm going to put it on leaders just for a second, where leaders will converse with other people and they will ask open-ended questions 80% of the time, always learning something new at every single conversation while promoting goodwill and acknowledging people's strengths in areas where they're improving. Now, that's just my definition. doesn't mean it has to be yours. But when we give substance such as a definition to something, like a good leadership conversation, think about what I said, always leveraging their strengths and promoting the areas where they're improving. Why? Well, first of all, the Gallup organization reports what? People respond eight times more. They engage eight times more when we lead with people's strengths. Yet, what happens when we say to somebody, I need to see my office right away? The employee typically says what in their mind? Uh-oh, what did I do wrong? Number two, the progress principle. 76% of the time, people were at their most motivated state when they were improving and progressing. Here's the sad part. Many employees don't know that. So I had a conversation with a very powerful leader at a company, and he started to tell me, you know, this is all well and good, but Tim, you have to understand, we have business to get done. I was shocked when he said it. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? He said, we have our jobs to do. And I said, so would you mind if I gave you a literal interpretation of what I just heard? He said, sure. I said, do those jobs not require communication? He said, of course they do. And I said, so walk me through that. I I feel like we're not on the same page and maybe I'm making some assumptions. Now, I kind of knew where the conversation was going to go. But notice what I'm doing. I'm asking questions. We're having the very conversation. He's kind of saying, eh, we don't really need to have it. And he started to tell me, he said, well, sometimes you just got to tell people, you know, what to do. I said, absolutely. Never said that you shouldn't do that. I said, do you mind if I ask another question? He said, sure. I said, how do you know they did it? And he said, excuse me? I said, how do you know the people did it after you told them to do it? And he said, well, it's accountability. I said, great. How do you hold people accountable? And he was stonewalled. He he didn't know how to answer it. 
because there's no definition at their company. And I said, so am I to understand that every leader at your company will not say once that they have no employees who lack accountability or follow through? And he starts laughing. He said, yeah, of course we do. I said, but why? You're telling them what to do. Why do you think that occurs? He said, well, we have some people who are lacking motivation and, you know, you have some people who aren't the right fit in the job. And I said, okay. And I said, what else? And he said, well, and quite frankly, we have some people who um, just don't know what they want to do. And I said, but you employ them. Why did you hire those people? And he sat there and he looked at me. He said, well, we're looking at some different assessment tools to improve our hiring practices. I said, that didn't answer my question. Why did you hire the people that you have now that are lacking motivation? Wouldn't that be on leaders table of responsibility? And he looked at me sheepishly and he said, well, yeah. And I said, so why are you, why are you doing that? And by the way, the first part of this conversation, you had said, this is all well and good, but we have jobs to do. So it sounds like the leaders didn't do a very good job. Are you firing them? And I'm saying it with this tone. Now, first of all, let me give some context. I know this guy well. He was totally cool with it, okay? He was totally cool with it. I had a lot of latitude. I would never, ever have this tone with somebody early on um, that I didn't know well. He said, yeah, I kind of get your point. I said, do you mind if I state back to you what I heard? He said, sure. I said, I've asked you a lot of questions. And he smiles. He said, yeah, you have. I said, I've asked you a lot of questions at the start of this conversation. And I looked down at my notes. I said, you said, this is all well and good, but... I said, you discounted coaching. That's my impression, my perception. May not have been your intention. That's my perception. Then you went on to tell me that sometimes you just got to tell people what to do. Yet in that conversation, after a number of questions that I learned, you do have people lacking accountability, so they must not be listening to leaders. You have people who are lacking motivation. You have people who just don't know what they want to do, or we have some people in the wrong seats. Wouldn't those all require conversations outside of telling someone what to do? And to this guy's credit, he said, yeah, it would. Wow. I said, you know what? It's kind of like going up to someone who's lacking motivation and telling them to become more motivated. Gosh, if that only worked. He said, what do you do? I said, yeah, someone. So Steve, what gets you jacked up? What do you love about your job? What do you hate about your job? If you could draw a picture of what you'd be doing 12 months from now, what would that show that you're doing? I said, oh, you're just so good at doing this. So you're, you're just so quick on your feet. And I said, because I do it. I said, Steve, I do this every single day. I don't do it perfectly, but I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to invest. I'm willing to ask my employees. I'm willing to ask my clients. I said, so your mindset was, I don't have time for that. We have jobs to do. That's where we started. Think about if you had the answers to those questions right now, how would you feel? He said, I would feel a lot better because I would know where to go with this. I said, right. He said, okay, I gotcha. So again, what did I do? I had a leadership conversation with a leader who didn't want to have the conversations. That's how we coach. So if we define what a good leadership conversation is, if we define it and we practice doing it, we will retain talent, 
We will develop talent. We'll create succession planning. We will have less people that we need to write up or put on performance plans. Conversations are powerful. Define them and then practice them. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.